0: hey y'all. welcome back to the stuff about money podcast i am your co-host eric garcia and this is a special mini-series that i am recording with a guest co-host a friend of mine billy wagner don't worry y'all Xavier is still with me billy owns an insurance agency down in florida and we wanted to explore this idea that insurance professionals are givers my fifth pillar to building financial security is give to others And Billy and I wanted to have engaging conversations with a diverse group of insurance professionals to hear their journeys of how they're creating legacies for their families and leaving a meaningful impact in their communities through Generous Acts. And we do all of that in under 12 minutes with each of our guests. So listen in and prepare to be inspired. Xavier, I'd be rich. If I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, man, I wish I knew 20 years ago what I know today about money. They need to be teaching about this stuff in school. Like the power of investing early. Compound interest. That alone would impact lives. Understanding and planning for taxes. Understanding the difference between both good debt and bad debt. Eric, what about all the stuff about
1: money that business owners need to know? What kind of insurance should you be buying? The importance of contributing towards your retirement.
0: They don't teach any of this stuff in school. Y'all sit back, get ready, because we are talking stuff about money they didn't teach you in school that you need to know. We
2: are so excited to have Erin Richardson with us. She has such a giving heart. And she's doing some amazing things. And we're, we're excited to hear from her. Erin, if you could sh- start out by sharing just kind of what was your inspiration or motivation for the Giving Heart that you have?
3: Yeah. Well, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate you, you know, selecting me to be a part of this. Our motivations, my motivations have changed over the years, obviously, as, as well as having access to different resources. But doing good things and doing good for others feels good. And it gives us purpose. It has always been a big part of both my husband's life and my life. We now are blessed that we have a platform that allows us to give back in many ways and we're super grateful for that. Our favorite ways to give to others is to surprise and delight. We try to think outside the box and try to find ways to do something unexpected that will have an impact for people. We have a saying in our office to listen intently and respond creatively. So we not only make it a part of our personal lives to be philanthropical, but we encourage our team and our office to do the same. So we give them access to our resources and we allow them to make an impact in someone else's life as they see fit and when they find an opportunity.
2: Can you share that again, Aaron? Listen yeah, I was, was going to ask, like, you need to say that again. I <laughs> Listen that intently. Right
3: and respond creatively. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. Cause it's like the things that are unexpected, the creative, that's what I love about you and Mike is that you, you guys are so creative and and unique that you do that. You live into that purpose already. So I love, I love you sharing that. That's really cool. So
0: c- could you, uh, could you just kind of like uh, tease out a little bit more for us? Like you talk about like just it being purposeful, like what, what is it about it? That's purposeful for you, if you don't mind sharing.
3: Sure. So um, some of the things we talk about in our office specifically is we encourage our team when you're having a conversation with somebody and you hear that they're having a hard day or you know maybe they just had an animal that passed or a family member that passed or maybe it's something exciting. You know they're excited because something's going on in one of their kids lives or something. So just then thinking of what's a what's a fun way that we or a thoughtful way that we could respond to that. We give them the autonomy within the office to say, okay, you have access to X amount from us per month that if you come across situations with the clients, it's you have the freedom to respond and do it in a way that you think is fitting.
0: So financially they have acts like a a small budget to meet the need of of somebody. Yep. I love that. Love that. One of the things that strikes me about what you shared is, goes to that quote that listening intently that you're almost not almost, you're encouraging a, a spirit of of listening of almost elevating people's needs above your, your own, not, not necessarily reducing your need, but you're just elevating the needs of others. Is that, is that kind of the, the culture of the office?
3: Yeah. And you're deepening the relationship. So as you're having conversations with people, sometimes they're going to mention something that they, they may, may not even think twice about, but, we're, you know, grooming our people and and we do ourselves to listen to the details that we're being told that we wouldn't otherwise know. And if it's something that's meaningful to the person on the other end, we want to acknowledge that and we'll do it in a way that, you know, like I mentioned, when we follow up to bring it up again, whether it's with a note or whether it's with something else, it kind of catches them off guard and surprises them in a good way.
0: Yeah, I had a business coach once and he would say, do unexpected things at unexpected times for people. Right. That's how you can really build some deep relationships. What are, Aaron? what are some, so you shared about just some stuff that you do in your office, and the culture in of your office. Are there maybe some specific causes that are more meaningful to you that you and Mike support?
3: We do. So we have only a few charities that we're really heavily tied to. Uh, We support many things within our local community for family and friends and things like that. But when it comes to pledging our time and our money, we only have a few that we support consistently, and that's very purposeful. So, for example, the past several years, I've supported the mission of the Pan Mass Challenge. Um, That is an annual two-day bike ride. Uh, It starts in the center of central Massachusetts, and it goes to the tip of Cape Cod, and it's a total of just over 200 miles the Pan Mass riders raise money for Dana-Farber, which is the cancer, cancer center here in Massachusetts. Personally, I've been able to raise over $46,000 in the last four years for them, um, but collectively the Pan Mass Challenge is the largest athletic fundraising event in the country. Um, and it's raised more than 72 million towards cancer research and treatment. So it's, and it's right in our backyard. So it's really meaningful to me we have all come face-to-face with some sort of cancer in some way. Several of our close family members have battled it. My motivation to raise money and support this annual event tends to change, unfortunately. For example, last year, my father-in-law had just passed from bile duct cancer. So he was really like my my focus and my motivation last year. And it just, it really does just make you put your head down and grind and and think about the things that are important while, you know, remembering those people and supporting a great cause. Our office hosts a charity bowling tournament every year for our referral partners and other local businesses. So we choose a charity that's important to us. It's called Tommy's Place. It's a vacation home for kids that are battling cancer. They have a super good mission over there and it's so admirable. And he just opened another location with the support of the community and fundraising. So we support them. Um, And then last summer Mike had ran 55 miles from their Falmouth location which is on Cape Cod to our office in Hanover to just raise awareness of what Tommy's place is of their mission and he was able to raise over $18,000 just from his run that he did in less than 12 hours or whatever it was. So that one's super super important and then the other one I would say that we it's a pillar of ours that we support consistently is school on wheels in Massachusetts. We coordinate a backpack drive in our community every year to collect new backpacks and school supplies for homeless children that are in our neighborhoods. And we've collected over 1,500 brand new backpacks to help with their mission and just provide confidence to these children. Uh, The average age of a homeless person in Massachusetts is eight years old. They're in shelters, they're moving through the foster care system, so for us being able to provide resources and brand new supplies to them as they're moved into different school systems and moved around, it just gives them confidence and it starts them off on the right foot.
2: Yeah. I, I love that. I mean, it's, you guys are so intentional, which is really, really cool. And you also do so, you haven't even shared like a lot of the stuff you do, like the business community and supporting like the local businesses and you tie it in to giving, which is so unique. And I, I think like other people need to hear that story. And this is kind of the main reason why we're doing this is for to get that out. Right. It's like no one wants like no one wants to share that kind of stuff because it seems Mm self-serving, but it also like it needs to be shared because it's going to inspire other people. And there's, you know, a lot of good that can come from it. I wanted to ask you, is there anything that was unexpected that you experienced as a result of, you know, the giving that you guys are doing?
3: Uh, I think there's been a lot of unexpected responses because as you stated, we're not doing it for the notoriety of what we're out there doing. We're doing it because we want to do it and we feel good about doing it. And it's something that is really meaningful, but um, we, you know, we just really like to know that we interrupted someone's day with a nice gesture, but when people see that that's what you're about, Um, It does build a level of trust around you, around your business. People view you differently. We attribute our efforts in giving to a lot of the recognition we've received locally, being featured in magazines, being on news channels, and then being guests on podcasts like this one. So thank you very much. But we've been recognized as a champion for our kids through the School on Wheels program and just different things. Um, We've attracted a lot of good, like-minded people as a result. And I think that's the biggest thing is um, when other people see your mission and they connect with it, they support what you are supporting because they're able to connect emotionally with it.
0: Yeah. I love, I love again, I'm, I'm going to say it again, for a second time, because I think it's so important is you seem to just be cognizant of the needs of others around you. And I think that's, that's so important is to be able to stop long enough to consider what, what does my community need? What does this person right now, and I love what you do with your staff, what does this person right now that you're interacting with need? Yeah. You can meet that need and, and there's only one way to do it is to listen and to elevate them above you. So that's that's wonderful. Is there any advice that you would give to, so this is, you know, a bunch of insurance professionals are gonna be hearing this and then also my other listeners on my podcast, Stuff About Money, are gonna be listening to this. And I think generally I have found, okay, not everyone is very involved in giving or they're not all writing big checks, but I have found that giving is a universal value for the most part across culture, demographic, but sometimes not everyone has engaged that kind of inner sense of, yeah, there's something cool about that. What, what advice would you give to someone who's unsure about how to start?
3: So, I mean, the three of us here and and most of the people that are going to hear this, like I said before, we all now have a platform that allows us to do this and it allows us to reach a wider audience. It allows us to involve our communities because we are, you know, in the positions that we're in. So to get the support, you know, to do the things that that we're passionate about. My advice would be first to make sure that it's genuine. Choose something that you're really passionate about. One thing that we do see people do is hitch their wagon to anything and everything and they're always it seems like they're always supporting something new and while that's very nice it's really hard to know sometimes what they stand for educate people on why a certain cause is important to you and again that's going to help them connect to you and it will make them want to support you while you're raising awareness and fundraising
0: i love it genuine be authentic People people can read BS, right? Right,
3: right.
0: They can they can see right through it.
3: Yes, they can.
0: Aaron, thank you for taking time. I mean, golly, I have a lot. I feel like I feel like 15 minutes is not nearly enough to capture all that um all that y'all are doing. So Well, I, I can I heard... come
3: back in an hour. I mean an <laughs> <Right? every> hour. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe may, no, we'll have you happen. on the
0: the stuff about money podcast, and and we can hear more about it. But you were someone who we had heard about, who is or I think Billy might have been knows about all that y'all are involved in. So we had to have you as part of this um as part of this series. So thank you, and thank, thank you. Mike for for all his work. Fifty five miles, golly, that's a so my knees just hurt thinking about that. I have a friend who walked 440. He does it every year, 444 miles. It's the Natchez trace to raise awareness for autism. Amazing. Every year, 444 miles. He gives up an entire month. So
3: Aaron, Amazing. thanks again. Thanks again Thank for, for joining us. Okay. Yeah. And
0: I
2: would just say, I would just say one last thing that to end is, you know, the motivation comes from a bunch of different ways, but you guys have purpose in your organization, and you and Mike together have purpose because you've thought about things. you've figured out what's genuine to you guys. and what you what you said is you are attracting those same people that are are like you in your team and in your clients and your community. So I just hats off to you and thank you for sharing your story. It was awesome.
3: Thank you, Billy. All
0: right Thanks again. take care. take
2: care. Bye. See ya.
3: Information presented and
0: discussed on the Stuff About Money podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute direct financial advice. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advisor prior to implementing any strategies discussed. Eric Garcia and Xavier Angel's branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products or services referenced here are independent of Osaic Wealth.
1: Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it.